Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I kind of feel like I should be saying something cooler than, hey guys, but, hey guys. <laughs> um, anyway, the last episode we kind of talked about tattoos and piercings and, you know, how to cover it and all that fun stuff. And I told you guys that I would be making my next episode about pimps, so that's exactly what we're going to talk about. And, yeah, so, pimps, eh? Okay, so, first things first, let me just make something clear before we even get on the topic of pimps. Um, Not every pimp is a self-declared one. Like, it could be your boyfriend, even, like, a fucked-up family member. Basically, anyone who makes you feel pressured to sell your body for their financial gain and i've actually had an experience with that the first time that i ever started working it wasn't by choice um i did get boyfriend pimped and he was pretty fucking good at it so you guys need to watch out for those ones um regardless of this person he has pounded into your head about how much you need them the truth is they need you without you they would have no money. I Okay, so let's just go over a couple things to watch out for for pimps. Um, basically, he could be your boyfriend. So, you know, keep your eyes out for that. Um, that's what happened to me. I'll get into that in a bit. But, um, yeah, if you met him on Plenty of Fish, most likely a pimp. We now call that Plenty of Pimps. Um... If you met him on Instagram and he has like RPGO or some bullshit money signs or whatever the hell in his bio, he's a pimp. Um, there's lots of things that they put in there, but that kind of stuff usually happens more so in the States. I don't know why they're more godless over there, but... I mean, it is what it is. I guess more bitches snitch over here, but yeah. Um, anyway, literally, it could be anybody. Like, anybody could just wake up one day and say, I'm going to pimp this bitch. And you have to kind of be aware of that. So, because, wait, no, not even so. Because you do not need a pimp. I'm telling you that right now. My first pimp was well i thought it was my boyfriend we'll call him um tim just in case he decides to you know maybe one day listen to this podcast and then come beat my ass but um <laughs> anyway tim and i were dating for like three months and you know he was really good to me he treated me really well blase blase um i was in hair school and the way hair school works is like you have to kind of like, your marks do matter, but you have to graduate basically off the time that you spent in the classroom. And this guy would take me to Montreal, tell me we're coming back the next day, I'd be back in time for school, blase, blase, and I'd be trapped in Montreal for a week. So I missed so much school, it was, like, ridiculous. And then I remember one day in the car, he was saying something about how he was going to start pimping again and how he wanted me to be the main bitch, which the main bitch is, let me actually find the, the 
the actual definition for you guys because I mean I know what it is but it's kind of hard to um kind of hard to explain so they also call it a bottom bitch um if that's what you guys want to be called you're fucking gay but um a bottom girl or a bottom woman or a bottom bitch sits atop of the hierarchy of prostitutes working for a particular pimp a bottom girl is usually the prostitute who who has been with the pimp the longest and consistently makes the most money. Being the bottom girl gives the prostitute status and power over the other women working for her pimp. However, the bottom girl also bears many responsibilities. Um, like working in the track in her pimp's stead, running interference for and collecting money from the pimp's other prostitutes, um... Looking down at the pimp's affairs if the pimp was out of town, uh, incarcerated, or otherwise unavailable. Um, simply, the, the, the pimp training manual explains, and yes, there is a pimp training manual. It explains the bottom girl's oblig- obligations may include handling finance and training and recruiting other prostitutes, which is true. Um, one time he made me actually go to the shelter for a week and recruit girls from the shelter. And it worked, but, like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? So, (laughs) yeah. Um, The bottom girl may also instruct and advise new pimps on the ways of the prostitution business, which is exactly what the fuck I'm doing right now, because I'm not no bottom bitch. Um, So, yeah, in the pimp game, uh, published instructional guide for pimps, another fucking one, um, compares the bottom girl to a coach in the NBA, a former pl- player who knows the ins and outs of the game, and explains that, like the NBA coach, she is the least paid on the team, but the one who works the hardest. She also has the most interaction with her pimps prostitutes, giving them pep talks and keeping them in the game. So, when he explained that to me, I was like, hell no, what the fuck? I'm going to school. Like, what are you talking about? I don't want to be... I don't want to be a part of none of that. You have fun. You pimp your girls. You do your thing. Cool. So, next thing I know, I get back to school. It's almost graduation. And I don't have enough hours to graduate. So, I'm fucked. And it's all because of this guy. Well, I can't blame it all on him. I mean, I was the one that agreed to go to Montreal. But, basically, if I didn't go there, if I didn't meet this guy, I wouldn't have dropped out of school. Or, like had to redo my semester and at this point I was pissed and I did not want to to go and redo the class again so I was like fuck this I'm dropping out and I remember as soon as I told my mom she was like okay you want to drop out then I'm not paying your rent anymore I'm not giving you an allowance I'm not doing this I'm not doing that you're on your own basically so I was like fuck (sighs) And I was on the subway home, I remember, and I still don't remember how I got this pimp on my WhatsApp, but I did. And he kind of was like, yo, I'll help you out, like, I'll put you on, blase, blase. So I'm like, okay, cool, fuck this other guy, and fucked him, and I'm going to go with this other guy. So I meet up with this other guy, we go to, 
he takes me to a hotel to meet his two other girls that he had but they were actually his I think it was either his brother or his cousin I don't know but the cousin or the brother was way hotter and way cooler but anyway I went and I met the other girls um the one girl seemed super brainwashed like she thought living in a hotel was okay she thought what was going on was okay like she was obsessed with her one pimp like it was bad she wasn't even allowed a phone when I brought my phone into her room she'd be like oh my god let me go on instagram and look at this girl and she was just like it was like a little kid getting a a phone again for christmas so the other girl was way more cooler i think she was she was still brainwashed but not to the point as the other one and we basically had to work i remember we were at the westin on kind of near scarborough and we had to work from about 8 o'clock a.m. until 4 a.m. So, when 4 a.m. hit, sorry, I'm yawning. But when 4 a.m. hit, we had to basically stop working and go to bed and sleep for about four hours and wake up and do it all over again. And I'm not kidding you, this guy would make us do, like... I'm not even going to get into it. It was it was horrible. And every time you made money, well, obviously we were making money, but they would have a certain time to come collect the money, so they made sure we didn't steal it. Um, only one person was allowed to go get food at a time, so we didn't look suspicious. There was a bunch of bullshit that was going on, and I just didn't feel comfortable in my surroundings. So I called my best friend, who was also gay, Vani. So, Vani picked me up, and we went home, obviously. He picked me up right away. Um, Obviously, Tim found out about it, and that's when he kind of was like, yo, like, if you're gonna, if you wanted to do that, why wouldn't you just do it with me? I would have made sure you're safe, like, I would have even given you some of your money, blase, blase. And that's when I was kind of like, what the hell? Like, you're supposed to be my boyfriend, like, shouldn't you be angry that you know, I just ran off and did that, um, but this is kind of where I'm getting at with, like, how they kind of get you, like, there's many different ways in which a young girl or woman can be forced into working, and I'm not going to say I was forced, because I did want to do it on my own, but I just didn't want to do it with him, particularly, so one way it happens is when the pimps i guess bait women by initially making themselves out to be like the perfect boyfriend and eventually tricking them into the trade like exactly what happened with me um yeah so in these cases like pimps will say and do all the right things until the girl or the young woman or whoever they believe um that they're in love with them to become dependent on them and feel that they owe them something you know what I mean? So now that online dating is becoming an, a common gateway, just like I said, plenty of fish, plenty of pimps. Um, pimps can use these ways of meeting girls more easily. So make sure when you're on your little like Tinder or whatever the hell you guys use these days, just be careful, please. Like 
because I'm gonna give you guys like the four stages of what traffickers and pimps do to like pull this off okay so step one would be luring so basically they're trying to figure out if you're the right fit and during this stage the pimp will look for girls who are vulnerable plays on her weaknesses and gets her to reveal personal information um so for example a pimp will make his target girl or whoever the hell feel nice by paying her compliments on her looks and her body he'll convince her she's unique and special to him unlike other girls he has seen or met and then at this stage the pimp has one major goal in mind is and that's to gain the your trust basically so slowly he'll test you to see how far he can push or convince you um in different situations so during this time he will also collect information about your home life who you live with who your family and friends are your main supporters who you trust um the people you're close with or care about the most in your life um because he's going to use these against you later on in order to get you to do what he wants so stage two is the honeymoon stage gaming and grooming and that's basically when the pimp does everything to make like the girl or you fall in love with him so um you'll feel like when we feel emotionally attached to someone we tend to care and do things for them that we wouldn't do for any other person so the the pimp wants you to be emotionally attached to him in order to convince you to do the things he wants so some things he might do at this stage are like buy you expensive gifts take you to nice restaurants and destinations be extra romantic have sex with you very affectionately make promises he has no intentions of keeping like a happy life together or starting a family and once he sees that you're head over heels for him he goes into the next stage so the next step would be mind control and manipulation and since mind games less communication connecting sex with money all of those things so like at this stage the pimp will start to send um the girl mixed messages so like he'll play on her emotions and confuse her about whether he loves her or not to keep her on edge and seeking his attention because okay so with me like i had a normal boyfriend and um basically my pimp found out about it and he sat outside of my house for two hours while I was supposed to be going on a date with my boyfriend and as soon as like my boyfriend pulled up to the driveway he was like whose bmw is in your driveway and i was like oh fuck and i thought it was kind of weird that he wouldn't let me hang up the phone so it was kind of i was like oh and at this point like i didn't know what to do so i just went out there i started freaking out and like tim took fucking jim's keys out of his car his phone and said meet me inside and i was like oh fuck i'm i'm done so then me and tim are like wrestling on the couch i'm trying to get um my boyfriend's phone from him and i'm just telling him leave just leave because i didn't want him to know like what was gonna be like i just didn't want him to know i was so in the closet about it at this time so basically i i obviously didn't win that fight and um 
I knew that like I couldn't do anything about it at this point so I kind of just went up to my room and I wanted to be an ostrich like I wanted to stick my head in the sand and never come up like this was probably the most awkward time of my whole entire life and I just look out my bedroom window and they're standing in the front and Tim is telling my boyfriend all about what I've been doing showing showing him my ads um says that he's my pimp and then basically he my boyfriend will ex then um left and at this point I was so emotionally manipulated and vulnerable that even though he just did that to me I was begging him to stay with me because I I felt like no one else would want to be with me at this point and that's kind of when they know they have you and then they'll start to communicate with you less behave unpredictably and only reward you with affection if um you do what he wants so he'll be like okay i'll stay with you but you know you have to do this and this and this and then so you're just trying desperately to like keep this person happy and um like he'll push you to to do things that make you uncomfortable in in bed sometimes or like he'll like okay for instance like he used to put molly in my drinks every morning and be like here babe drinks like here drink some orange juice and i drink the orange juice and i'd be high as fuck in like 20 minutes and i'd be like so high that i couldn't even be mad and he told me because i was so miserable when i was sober i hated my life i hated being there i hated him that he had to like drug me in some sort of ways just to get me to do what he wanted me to do um he would take me shopping um show me some affection so that i'll begin to associate sex with payments um or money then he'll start to take advantage of you so he'll convince you that if you do what he wants um that you guys will go back to the old times so like the honeymoon phase which of course is a lie um with these mod games like he's trying to make you his target girl or you believe that you did something wrong to make him take away his love and care that you owe him in order to get it back um this way the girl will do anything like me to get back in the good books with him and that's a setup for the next step okay so if you haven't guessed by now obviously the last step or stage is exploitation like extortion so that's like basically your self-esteem is broken the manipulation threats the isolation at this point you don't have friends because they make it that way they don't let you be friends with anyone who's not paying them and this is the final stage and the pimp has completely broken you down and made you feel completely shitty about yourself and he will emotionally psychologically like physically manipulate and like force you into sex work um he uses the information that he gathered from you before and he'll also threaten to expose you to your family or friends if you try and leave him um i've seen bitches get like burnt in the oven um beats to like the extreme like i've probably witnessed like some shit i shouldn't have witnessed by now but um he convinces you that you need to do sex work in order to support them financially 
and they isolate you from your family and friends to ensure that you have no one to turn to so like i said unless another girl's paying him you can't be friends with them unless you're at work um the release is specific and calculated ways um that they use to traffic girls and like you know us and like in some cases they always use other girls and like a young woman under their power to gain the trust of new girls and young 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 girls to trick into the trade um like like i said i used to have to go to the shelter to recruit girls um there was girls that thought i was pretty on instagram so they'd message me and ask me oh how are you making so much money and you know he'd make me trick them to coming down and you know he'd do the same shit to them and this was just like a repeated cycle and you literally get brainwashed and it's so hard to get over and overcome and i'll probably still have issues from everything i've been through to this day but um i'm glad that i went through everything that i went through because if i didn't i feel like um i wouldn't be who i am today and i like who i am so thank you tim thank you for fucking extorting me and making me realize that life is just really 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 you have to really take it you can't take it for granted basically so i thank him for giving me that lesson and yeah um my next episode i guess we could be talking about the police um other escorts not having enough clients social media strategies sick days um all those things they're all gonna be coming up soon so stay tuned i hope you enjoyed and i hope you took some useful information out of what i just said um try and avoid all of those people because like i said you don't want to be in a situation where you end up like me or how i was so because not everyone is as strong as me and it can really break a person down um there's always ways to reach out if you are in a situation um don't be afraid to talk to somebody because they will help you they won't judge you um and don't let this person think that they can take control of your life because it's all talk and it's it's part of their game so stay safe and have fun guys (laughs)